Welcome to Shit Talk Fridays, a podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle and relationships with a splash of controversy. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Gina. And I'm Evo. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. I hope everybody is having a great start to their weekend. I'm hoping for better what better. Yo, say that three times fast. Better. Yo. Better weather. Thank you. <laughs> because honestly, um, I saw a meme today that made me laugh really hard. And it said something like, um, Spring, can you please fight? Because honestly, you are losing the battle right now when it comes to um, how we are feeling about the weather it's right definitely now. Definitely like a little bit of tug and war going on right now. Yeah, sure. I literally had a full winter coat on yesterday when I was out and about. And it made me feel kind of sad. And I was just like, man, I kind of... It's, it's fine, but it's not fine. So I hope everybody is going to enjoy their weekend and let's pray for some better weather. Got that down. Thank you. So today we have a really cool topic for you. It rolls off the back of last week and that topic is single fathers versus single mothers. So last week we talked about dating as a single parent and I got some feedback um, and it came from our comments and some of the videos that we put out. And I noticed that there was... There was definitely like a separation between what sing, what fathers were saying and what mother what women were saying uh, and I found that dynamic interesting cuz I do know that there are some issues when it comes to being a single parent especially a single father and a single mother that maybe each other doesn't know about. In addition to that, I don't think a lot of people really understand the scope of some of the issues that single fathers go through. Uh and unfortunately, that has to do with the fact that there are less single fathers overall when it comes to single parent households. And there are definitely some preconceived notions of what it is to be a single mother versus being a single father. And I would love to get I would love to get into that. But what I will say is this. I once upon a time was a single mom. And when I thought about talking about this topic, my brain immediately went to a lot of the negative shit. You know, a lot of the things that happen to single mothers that seem unfair, that seem that that basically when they're happening, there is a frustration and an anger behind it. And I didn't really want to get into that. I really just want to focus on the issues that both of these households and parents will face. So can you like just give a few examples? Because like. I'm a little curious as to what it is that you're referring to. Well, when because there are more single mothers, that means that there are a lot of households that have absentee fathers. Hmm. Okay. So because there are more, and if we want to throw some numbers out there, like 14 million households in the United States are ran by single mothers versus 2 million households that are ran by single fathers. Shout out to all the single mothers out there. Um, and single fathers. Yeah. So immediately when I think about that number, I think about all of the mothers that are really grinding every day to try to make shit happen for their children or child. And that is some of the frustration and that is some of the anger because there are so many of them out there that they're really just doing it alone. And I can attest to that. And you know from experience when you first met me, you know a lot of the things that I had to go through mm-hmm. when it came to the absentee parent. And those are some of the frustrations that I'm talking about. 
you know, the lack of presence, uh, the lack of caring, or just the lack thereof, or just being non-existent. You know, there's a lot of that frustration. So I didn't really want to get into those deep, dark places because we can go there. But I think I just wanted to shed light on some problems that both parents will go through, whether you're a single mother or a single father. And um, there are definitely some gender biases that when I looked into, when I looked into it, I was like, damn, yo, that definitely happened to me once upon a time. And um, speaking from moms, I can tell you that one of the first things that really grinds my gears when it comes to being a single parent is that moms are always looked at as they can do it all. I mean, they kind of can. <laughs> Uh, uh, listen, do you remember the video that I showed you? Of it was a there was an Asian lady on a construction site. Oh my god! And she's yeah. got a baby swaddled to her back, yeah. and she's literally she's like in front of this conveyor belt, and there's bricks coming down this conveyor belt. And she's got like this, um, what I can best describe as one of those things that you can that you pick up blocks of ice with. It's got like a handle on it, and as soon as you pull the handle, it squeezes the two tips, yeah. and it grabs it. She was using that to grab bricks off of this conveyor belt and stack them on something next to her and she has a baby swaddled to her back and she's just like boom boom and i mean this lady was moving like there was no baby on her back i mean it was impressive so i just feel like that's a testament to like you know what because like there's uh, there's obviously a father somewhere to that baby i mean maybe not well there there is a father somewhere there i mean that baby seed came from somewhere regardless whether it was through you know, intercourse or whatever. But the the thing is, is that in that dynamic, whatever the case may be, the baby's with the mother and she's out there like nothing stopping her. You know, Evo, that is something that I'll, I'll, that is something that years ago I probably been like, yeah, fuck right. Hell yeah. But now when I look at things like that, it makes me sad. But you wouldn't, Okay, I'm not saying you would never, but I'm just saying that I've never, ever seen anything like that. Yeah. Where a man would have his baby, you know, on a construction site. Yeah. Working. What? Well, there's reasons for that, too. Um, why you feel like you will never see that. And that has to do with some um, of the, you know, some of the gender biases when it comes to being a single father versus a single mother. Hmm. In your mind, you're probably thinking, if you saw a mother with her child at work, whatever the environment was, maybe that wouldn't be so odd to you. But if a person saw a father with their small child at work swaddled to them, that would be extremely odd. Because of the way how society views a single father versus a single mother. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And I think you can speak to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You, know, I, you are you were never a single father, but I think you can speak to what it's like being out and about with your with your child. Yes, definitely. Um, one instance in particular, mm-hmm. I, re- I remember being down at the beach, and our daughter was, you know, months old, mm-hmm. and you know I took her down to the beach, and the beach that we go to is a very you know. It's not a walk on, you know, you drive on, you Mm -hmm. drive down deep into the beach um, and you're very far from like access to things. 
Yeah, like no bathrooms. No bathrooms. Yeah. There's no food or anything like that that you could just walk, you know, and go get some food. Like you have to have everything with you. You have to come prepared. Um, so I came as, you know, I I brought the, the pop-up crib and everything, you know, and I set everything up and I had a tent and I had the crib and, you know, I had all her stuff, her car seat and food. And that was, she was all packed up, ready to go. I mean, I was prepared for it. Um, and some, I met up with some friends over there and I particular, I remember in particular, one of the mothers was blown away, you know, that I had our daughter at one point, I had her swaddled up. She was in the shade, in her crib, fed, changed and knocked out, Yeah. you know, and it was a beautiful, beautiful day on the beach. And I was just hanging out, chilling, you know, I was taking my time, but always, you know, not too far from her, but still like very relaxed, mm-hmm. you know, because I just, it was just nothing to me. Why was she so surprised? She was surprised because... She literally said to me, she was like, oh, my God. She was like, I can't believe that you're here without your wife and you're here with the, with the baby. And I'm like, wow, she was my, my husband would never. Yeah. He would never just take the baby and go and just take full responsibility of what the baby's needs are while I was, you know, I think you were working that day. Of course I was because yeah. it was the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And um, that was old school, Gina. And I'm like, what? I was like, you can't tell me I'm not I can't go anywhere. Cause like I got my, my, my baby with me. I mean, we're going, yeah. you know, there was no telling me no. So like, it was just very, it, it was kind of foreign to me, but I, I, I remember lot, lots of people being surprised. And yet once they found out, you know, there was kind of like a praise behind it. Like, Oh wow. Good for you. You know, that's awesome. You know, I can't believe like, good job, you know, yeah. like, and I'm like, good job. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. You know, I mean, that's yeah. just the way that I saw it. So, you know, yeah, there is that definitely that that double standard, you know, and support for Shit Talk Fridays is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below the waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. I can't count the number of times I've nicked myself using shoddy ass trimmers that literally left me anxious about grooming. Manscaped skin safe technology has restored my faith when grooming below the waist. And did I mention the new 4.0 lawnmower has a 4K LED light so you ain't missing shit. So head over to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code STFridays20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code STFridays20. Unlock the confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now back to the show. So I, I see what you're saying. You know, why why that would be odd to see a man with his baby at work because it's not something that you you typically see. You know, men are kind of like, and I, you know, I hate to say this, but they're kind of expected to be like goofballs and like, you know, clumsy and, mm-hmm. you know, not most. You're speaking right to the biases that surround single yeah, fathers. Not, you know, logical thinkers and, you know, and caregivers and things like that and so there's no real expectation or pressure for them to be that type of parent mm-hmm. you know fathers are seen as less capable yes they are and so there's really no big expectation for them like oh you know you should be doing this with this child yeah you know i felt the complete opposite yeah from day one yeah i remember even you know um, swaddling her around my whole body mm-hmm. and cleaning. I would clean around the house and I'd swaddle her, you know, put her in for a nap, give her a bottle, wait till she was knocked out, and I'd have her wrapped up tight. And I'd yeah. be walking around the house doing dishes, straightening up, and she'd knocked out, you know. Yeah. 
and I loved it. I remember I posted a picture one time on social media and I got some I got some some comments from guys on social media like, damn, bro, really? Like. And I just couldn't understand why they would feel otherwise. You know, maybe I look feminine to them. I don't know what it was. Mm. You know, I had a Yankee hat on. I remember. I had a t-shirt I know, on. I know the picture exactly. And she's all wrapped up. And I'm like, and I and I, I took a picture. And I forgot what the comment was that I put on it. But and it was, it was one of those swaddles that you actually, you wrapped it yeah, to your body. Yeah, it wasn't like a carrier. Yeah, it wasn't like one that, I, you know, had the straps or anything like that. That was me. No, I had to like do the actual wrap and make sure that I had it yeah. wrapped on all the secure points. And you were actually better at that than I was. You, know? <laughs> you are. I hated that thing. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it because once I had her in there nice and snug, yeah. it was like I, my arms were free. Mm-hmm. It was like, so I really... I really made it a point to figure out how to do this thing properly because I know like once I had her strapped in and my arms were free, oh my God, it was like I was free to do so much, so many things. And uh, so it was important for me to figure that out. See, but Evo, you hit the nail on the head right there when you said that some of the guys may have thought that what you were doing seemed feminine. Yeah, I guess it looked feminine to them. I, there was no- like what, like what, what other than yo bro, like what would that mean? Yeah. I guess, you know, and I, and I, you know, I kind of got it, but I didn't get it. Like yeah. I didn't acknowledge it. You know, I kind of like, you know, had words back for them. Like, well, I would, there was no place where I would rather my daughter be mm-hmm. than strapped to my chest. You know what I'm saying? Close to my heart. Yeah. I guess it was because I had waited so long to have a child. Mm-hmm. You know, it was something that I, and it was an active decision that I did for so many years and when I finally decided to do it, it was something that I wanted to do. I did it, you know, at a time where it was wanted. And once I had it, you know, I was more than grateful that it was there. Yeah. So, oh. you know, like looking back at what I said is that mothers are expected to be to be able to do it all, which means we're expected to have our children work, raise them be involved in after school activities, be involved in sports, take them to the doctor, take them to the dentist. And at the same time, we're also expected to like still look the part. But when it comes to a father, a single father, they get a, they tend to get a lot more leniencies. Mm -hmm. But what I find interesting is that a lot of these single fathers, they don't want these things. They don't want to be seen as, hey, look at you, good job. You said it yourself. That was not something you were almost weirded out by it. These single fathers want to be seen as capable, as caretakers. They don't want to be seen as the less the less capable parent when it comes to the two parent dynamic. Things are even said to single fathers like, oh, mommy couldn't make it. You know, very yeah. rare you hear that when a mother just presents with her child. Sometimes I actually even feel like it's a sensitive spot, you know, if you mm-hmm. address to a single mother, if you're not sure of what her circumstances are, oh, daddy couldn't make it. Those comments are really not made to a single mother, but it's thrown all all over the place when it comes to single fathers. There are other things that, they f- that single fathers will face that single mothers won't. And maybe people don't find this as so troubling. But something as simple as, I used to get very angry about this when it would happen to you when you would go to certain establishments and there wasn't a bathroom that you could take our daughter to. Right. And the only option that you had, 
was the men's room. Yeah. There wasn't a family room. And in the men's room, there was no there was no place for you to change her diaper if you needed to. So a lot of, you got very good at changing her diaper either in the car, yeah. in in her in her stroller. Yeah. These are things that single fathers will face constantly. Where single mothers, you know, no one blinks twice when a man when a woman brings a little boy into the bathroom. Yeah. But if a man brings a little girl into the bathroom, that's a different story. <clears throat> Let somebody look at me funny. Well, sadly, <clears throat> uh, men predominantly are the perpetrators when it comes to things that are done to young children. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. So that's why you may get a weird eye when people see those type of things happen. Mm -hmm. And it's understandable, but it's also unfortunate, yeah. you know, because when you have a man like you, a, a father that just wants to take his child to the bathroom and there's not a proper establishment for this man to do that, that's problematic. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Um, as a single mother, there were times that I felt pressured to do it all. And I know that you said, yeah, they can. We don't want to. We don't want to have to do it all. It is, it is actually proven that single mothers have poorer health, poorer mental health because of these circumstances that we sometimes fall into. So Lord knows, like that's why I said when you said the thing about the mother, you know, moving the bricks. Yeah, back in the day, I probably would have been, you know, yeah, like fucking right on. I'm not saying that we as women need the help, but is it something that we want? Yes. Can we do it alone? Yes. But I don't, in my perspective, and this is my perspective only, it's definitely not something that we don't look forward to that shit. It's not something that we're like, yeah, I want to have a child and raise it on my own and have all of the responsibilities placed on me. And if I, for one second, you know, step outside or, you know, flub, I'm looked at as less than as a parent, you know, well, and, and single mothers, they receive a lot of criticism. But don't you, I mean, this obviously falls back to the stigma that men are buffoons. Mm -hmm. And so if they, if they're not perfect, if they don't do everything correctly, mm -hmm. it's not really expected of them. No. You know, so, and because mothers are, and women, I, I just feel like women in general are very more, they're, they're more detail oriented than men are. This is my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. There's no facts behind this. Please don't come for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, when it comes to parenting and the nurturing portion of it, there's just this higher expectation. It's almost like when you have, mm -hmm. you know, speaking for myself as a, as a business owner um, and I owned several businesses and one of my businesses when, you know, where I had several employees, I would always put more weight on my top performers. Mm-hmm. Because I could get more out of them, and I so then I expected more of them. Of course. And so, and then my my employees that didn't perform so well, I didn't put so much burden on them because they would just they would snap under the pressure. Mm -hmm. um, and then and also when they didn't perform a hundred percent, I really wouldn't like expect that from them. So like their their overall performance and you know what they, how they had to go about work was just so much 
easier than it was for some of my top performers. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that's kind of kind of like the dynamic that we're talking about here. Well, yeah, that's for sure the dynamic. What's frustrating about that dynamic is, is because the the less that you can rely upon the absentee parent. So say, for example, there is some sort of corp co-parenting happening between mother and father. And if one of the parents is less reliable, then that just means the more things that the single parent has to take on. And when you're a single mother, the view on how you should function within those parameters is looked upon more harshly. So, for example, if a single mother is unable to attend a school function, or she's not as active in the PTA, or the single mother is not there, is not present for all of her child's, you know, accomplishments as far as like, you know, maybe a sport or um, art or whatever it is. And when she is present, she, there, there are instances where she can experience comments or side eyes. Things of that nature don't tend to happen to the fathers. And that is why I was saying that single mothers can experience poorer health and poorer mental health because of that pressure to be a good mother. Yeah. Where the men don't have necessarily that pressure. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. And I think you and I spoke about this on the previous episode. One of the reasons why you feel that a mother may be very adamant about remaining with her children when a mother and father separate is because of that bond that she has with her child. So could you imagine that feeling of having to want to do it all for your child and give it all to your child, but you are limited with your capabilities because you are you're only human you're only you're only one person mm -hmm. you know if especially if they're uh, the other parent is not present if you know we're talking about a situation where there's an absentee father or an, or an absentee mother those things become detrimental to somebody you know on the outside you know we can look really put together but on the inside we could be fucking crumbling yeah it's a lot i mean it's it definitely sounds like a lot of pressure you know, especially when you have the the social pressure of it on, mm -hmm. on top. You know, it, it's bad enough trying to be the best you can be, be this multi hat wearing person. You know, you're trying to execute these these positions yourself just so that you can f um, function on an optimal level. Mm -hmm. But then, in addition to that, you have the added pressure of what society expects from you and yeah you, and it's a, like a level of expectation that you're trying to meet in addition with playing these different roles yeah. you know as a parent i you know i kind of feel like that you know these pressures you know although that they are there do they really exist if we don't acknowledge them I mean, that's easier said than done. No, I know. I agree with you 100%. I, and I so agree with what you're saying. I, 1,000%. I just, and it's. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk. No, you know, you're not. I just feel like I needed to put that out there, you know, because people deserve to hear that. You know, people need to hear that. Mm -hmm. People who are like maybe feeling like they're up to their neck and just, you know, trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. You know, does it really, you know, the, it, it only, I mean, I feel like it only matters because 
one allows it to matter Mm -hmm. you know i think when it comes to being a single parent you're gonna experience pressure and stress no matter what because as a parent you're gonna experience it i think the added pressure that you were saying Mm -hmm. of you know outside influences is definitely something you can ignore to an extent yeah is it easy no i would say that in my later years i've done a lot better of a job of that but when i was younger raising my boys by myself it was always part of the equation yeah i never wanted to i never wanted my children to be viewed as the children that didn't have an active parent in their life regardless of the status of their father so i made it a point to do as much as i could when it came to their schooling after schooling you know whatever it was and it it definitely put me sometimes in a in a mental place where it was too much yeah well we we went through something at one point you know where you were like going nuts yeah. over trying to be on top of everything mm-hmm. and that just wasn't my style you know <laughs> and i uh, uh, yeah i specifically remember sitting you down and saying look you gotta chill yeah like it's okay not to like do everything i remember that i remember that situation exactly i came home from work and i had cleaned the house the day before it was my day off and i came in and when i opened the door our front door at that time opened up into our living room i remember walking in the living room was like kind of upside down i remember fucking blowing a gasket Mm -hmm. because i just felt like I wanted everything to be in its place. Mm -hmm. And now this was causing chaos in my mind. You felt that even though you had kids and you were working fucking 50,000 hours a week, that in addition to that, your house had to be spotless. Yeah. Nothing could be out of place. The kids had to be picture perfect and your lifestyle had to be picture perfect. Everything needed to be in order. And it was just an insane amount of pressure that you were putting Man. on yourself, you know? It was unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. But I was also trying to fight a stereotype about who mm-hmm. I was. The fact that I was a young mother. The fact that I was a Hispanic young mother. The fact that I was a Hispanic young mother to two black boys. So... The statistics for at that time when I had my children, it was like one in four boys born to a young mother, especially a person of color, one in four will end up in prison by the time they were 18. I remember reading that statistic and when I was like 18 and being like, never. I will fucking fight tooth and nail to give my boys everything and anything that I can do that will increase their minds to understand that there is more for them in this world than what society says potentially will happen for them. And did I, did I sometimes go too far? Yeah. I also just felt like, You know, there was that stigma of me being a young mother, me being a mother of color, where when I entered certain environments, I was looked at as not capable. Yeah, well, I I always felt that, you know, as long as I was doing my best 
without driving myself crazy. Um, that that's really all I can do. And anything more than that, I'd just be, be I would be putting added pressure on myself, mm-hmm. which would then affect my character, which would then at times affect the way that I acted around the people that I care about the most. And so I learned that too much is not good for me. You know, what is so interesting about what you just said is I'm reflecting upon a comment that we received on a video about not considering your children baggage and two men commented. And to summarize what they said was you can really, let me make sure I say this right. You can change the view of how people think children to a single mother are, but they will always be baggage. And then one of the examples that the commenter gave was, and the reason why they'll be baggage is because when I step into this single mother's life, I'm financially spending more money, thus putting more of a burden on me. And then in turn, making the whole situation of being with a single mother less valuable. And when I tell you, I I read that comment, I was like, hmm. First and foremost, I feel sorry for the woman that this that this um, man is with because it sounds like he's in that situation. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, I really pondered on that for a second because I was like, wow, this man thinks that the children are baggage and the woman is less valuable because of the money that he has to spend. So what you just said to me made me think about what I wrote to this man. And I said, if you for one think that becoming part of a union with a man or a woman is about what you do for them financially, which means that you're associating material things to how valuable you see that person. I said, my friend, you are lost. I said, because in the 20 years that I've been with my husband, the things that I consider the most valuable are not tangible. No. And you just gave a perfect example of that. You said you knew that as long as you did the best that you could, that was enough. And you taught me that balance. And I found that to be one of the many things that I find so valuable about our relationship. You became the yin to my yang. And I think that that's the part that people are missing. You hear all these fucking idiots on social media talking about women lose value when they have children. And if you're associating value based on what a woman could give to you material-wise and not the value that a woman can give to you from who she is inside, I don't even know what the fuck you're doing with your life. Well, you know, that's that's an easy perspective to have for, for someone who is very material driven. You know, there are people out there, and I'm going to speak, you know, on behalf of men, that are very, their drive is to make as much money as they mm-hmm. can to acquire the things that they want to acquire, yeah. um, thinking that that is what brings them happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I like to say that you know, money solves your money problems and that's just about the gist of it. For real. And, you know, if you're a douchebag, you're still going to be a douchebag, but you're a douche with money. If you're not funny, you're still going to be not funny, but with money. If you're, <laughs> if you're going to be corny, you're going to be corny, but with money. So, like, at least it just... 
And so people think that because they bring the money into the relationship, yeah, it provides a better lifestyle. But that's like you said, that's only on a tangible level. Mm -hmm. You know, where's what value are you bringing, you know, personality wise, you know, morally, you know, all those things. Those are more valuable to me than the money because you can't buy those things. Evo, the day that I cross over to the other world and I reflect upon our relationship, do you think I'm going to look back and go, I really love that bag he gave me in 1999? I mean, some women might think that. There's Some, some women are very materialistic. Not you. I'm not saying that you're gonna do this, but, but Eva, that's a the, you know that's, a, that's the most that's valuable thought, things. That's a thought. Listen, that's a thought that exists within a person that really only valued the person that they were with for the tangible thing that they, things that they could give them. But Evo, I okay. You know, so take it. Take for example, take a take a person that is with another person solely for the money. Okay. Which they do. That does exist. So in which a, is in, fine. In a past life, that person might be like. Back that he gave me that one day. Oh my You're God, fucking ridiculous. So <laughs> um, you, the one thing that is timeless is experience. Yes. Okay. So, granted, a bag. I'm using a bag as a reference because you know, ladies like bags, uh, and I think the reason why I use that reference because I'm not a bag person. I think I actually just have, I the, the bag that I have is not even a purse. Right. <laughs> but anyway, um experiences will always be with you you can lose material things you can lose a purse you can lose a house you can you could you don't lose experiences they will always be part of you well unless you lose your memory and i know why you say that <laughs> i know why you say that I struggle with memory a little bit yes but evil but do you understand they do something to you they change you they do they do i'm joking you know like i i totally understand what you're saying i'm just put adding some humor to it yeah um oh i actually thought that that came from a sadder place no, I mean, listen, I, 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 I know, I know that certain things, you know, as I get older, I don't remember as ma as many things as I would like to. There's certain parts of my life that, you know, I may remember because something reminded me of them, mm -hmm. but to say that I could tap into them like that, mm -hmm. not as good as I used to be. Mm -hmm. It's just something that's part of my life and I've learned to accept it. You know, I, I can look at myself in the mirror and I accept that, that person that stands in front of me, Yeah. you know, so uh yeah experiences are great you know when you can remember them so i want to ask you a question because somebody asked me this question and i haven't i haven't chosen to respond to this yet because it i'm not ready to respond to it yet but i want to ask you okay and i'm going to ask you it towards me but this is also about single mothers do you think that me and single mothers that the reason why we end up being single mothers is because we are a bad judge of character hmm. and I ask you this as a man because the person who asked me this question was a man and he this person said to me that the reason why I ended up being a single mother with two boys is because I'm a bad judge of character I think that that is an idiotic statement to say just to one person and to make that a blanket statement. As far as you, no. I don't think you ended up a single mother because 
because of the decisions that you made. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think I was a bad judge of character? No, no, I don't. You know, there's. Um, okay, so separate from me, do you think that that is why some women end up in that situation? Some women. Yeah, I, I mean, I would I would think so. I can't to say that to rule out that no woman has ever ended up a single parent because she was a bad judge of character. Yeah. You know, because a person wasn't gullible or a person was gullible. Yeah. You know, a person doesn't have the ability to read people the way that some people do. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, probably, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's sad to say, but I... I can see it being possible. But as far as, you know, speaking for yourself, absolutely not. Um, I find it interesting when men will make these assumptions about single mothers and why they're single mothers. I think it's dumb for anybody just to make a blanket statement about, you know, a whole class of people. Because it's just, you can't do that. There's just, there's so many different dynamics that exist within a person's life that to say that one thing is the rule for everybody is just dumb in itself like you got to be stupid if you're going to be making comments like that you have to you know like i feel like a person needs to be aware enough that there's a i really hate to say this but there's 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 a thousand ways to skin a cat you know so there's just a thousand ways that what they're saying can apply I'm sorry, there's a thousand ways that what they're saying can't be true or cannot be true. Mm-hmm. You know, and to think to think that, yeah, people like that are just stupid. I'm, you know, I hate to keep saying it, but it's just, it's just dumb to me to say something like that. And I say this because I used to make comments like that. Mm. You know, and I soon realized that you can't do that. You know, so I'm not just making this statement saying that, you know, like I used to be part of that, you know, and I had to correct that within myself and give people credit. You know, that just because I'm saying something about a certain type of person, that doesn't apply to everybody. Yeah. It can apply to, it can apply to some, not all. I think that's what you're trying to say. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that that's what you're trying to say. And I agree with you. I always find it interesting, though, that men have so much to say about single mothers. And it's almost something that is so frowned upon in 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 the male sector why do you think that is why do i think it's frowned upon Mm -hmm. in the male sector why do you think that there's so much conversation surrounding single mothers and the value that they bring versus like saying being a single father but why do you think that men have so much to say about this so you know raising kids is is not the easiest thing to do mm-hmm. it's not something that's easy at all but if done the right way with love and and care and passion you know it can be a joy mm-hmm. there's just a lot of work that goes behind it and i think that in this case men in particular are not looking to put in the, put in the work into something mm-hmm. that they don't see as belonging to them mm-hmm. and so they it's looked at as this person has something that if I want that person, I also have to take this other thing that they come with. Mm-hmm. And that's 
me putting work into something that I'm necessarily not interested in. So that's, you know, looking at it in that, and that from that point of view, it's seen as a negative. Like I would like her, but I don't want that. Yeah. You know? So like, damn, that sucks. You know, Mm -hmm. why she got to go and have that kid, Mm -hmm. you know, like it would be, she would be fine if like, you know, if it wasn't for the kid, Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm not trying to be with the kid. I want to be with her. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would say that's probably one answer to it. Yeah. When you say that, I'm going to tell you what I think about. I think men have a, a sense of fucking entitlement to the way a woman should, should conduct her life. Because men want access. And because when they can't get access to something... It frustrates them because men are so used to that. In addition to that. When you say they want access to something, yeah. like access to what in particular? To the woman. To her body. And to her body and to her life, to what she can do for him. And when there are children involved, that may be seen as a hurdle. So then it, sure, yeah. it, it, it may anger men that they have less access. So then they may see the woman as less valuable. Right? But then they like to have a lot of this negative conversation about single mothers. And they may, like you said, they may look at it as more work and something that doesn't belong to them, right? Mm -hmm. I totally understand that. So why is it that men are not having conversations with other men about not doing this type of shit? And what I mean by that is, if there are 14 million fucking households in this country ran by single mothers why aren't men having conversation with other men about being better fathers and being more present because then there would be less single mothers and i'm not saying i'm not saying this is not all this is some because i know that there are some great co-parenting fathers out there but when it comes to the way men see single women and they have so much to say about it why are they not talking to fucking men about this shit i think that it's very hard to put a a finger on that being like the 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 the, that being the the tipping point that that being the the force of change Mm -hmm. in the perspective that you're that you're talking about because nobody really knows what dynamic happened between two people that ultimately resulted in them not being together Mm -hmm could have been the girl's fault could have been the guy's fault could have been they mutually just decided that mm-hmm. this was a mistake no one really knows how much of that goes on i mean we do know that when it comes to the separation the system places the kids with the, with the mother so that's a heavy weight mm-hmm. on why you see more female households and and also more female women excuse me that's why you see more women single parent households mm-hmm. in addition to that a lot of women will not be separated from their children to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. So when you couple those two things together, you have a really heavy weight on mm-hmm. where the kids go. I agree with you on that point. But a lot of men will then say things like, there's drama. That's why I don't want to be with a single mother. I don't want the financial burden. So that still falls. If there is a, if there is a, if there is a, an agreement between two parents and they are, they are co-parenting with no obstruction, then why is it that an outside man feels that that is problematic? Well, I, I don't think, I, I, I think that that can go for 
a single woman as well. For 100%. You know, seeing a man with kids and saying, oh, no, he got baby mama drama. Yeah, but that's so... But why are there not these conversations happening with the same sexes? Because why is it... I'm not understanding the attack on single mothers and maybe the opposition from women towards single fathers because then why isn't there... the I guess what I'm asking is why is the conversation not happening to the same sexes? Why aren't men having conversations with men about how they treat mothers and women? And why aren't women, I guess, maybe having conversations about how they interact with men? Why is it that this this talking at happens from the opposite sex when the opposite sex is never really at the depth going to understand what it's like to be in those shoes? They can sympathize. They can experience it. But they they can experience it from their perspective, but they will never know 1000% what it's like. Like you can speak to what it's like being a single mother, um, what it's like, because you saw me as a single mother. Yeah, I can, I I can, but like, I can see, yeah, I can speak to being a single, a single person with mm -hmm. no kids Mm -hmm. interested in a woman Mm -hmm. who had kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can't say, I can't tell you that there was some conversation that happened in my household where it was like you need to value women, you know, or you should value women mm. that have kids and things that things that you're suggesting should happen. Even though I looked at you and I saw value in you, mm-hmm. I never had those conversations. Yeah. It's just the way that my life evolved. I was actually quite the opposite. My father was, you know, against for him speaking for himself mm-hmm. never said anything about me or how i should live my life but he was very clear that he he would never be interested in dating a woman who had kids that, that's something that he just would doesn't interest him which is fine so you would think and to and to and to that point i just i i want it since you brought your father as an example your dad also had several children yeah. with several different women and then left those households yeah, papa was a rolling stone i mean he see but no but you're 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 like crediting him but i'm not th- crediting th- it. Th- that's that's a see that's a perfect example there your your fa- you said that your father was not willing to be with a woman that had children but then he went along and had children with s- four different women yeah he was married four times and my point to this is that was just you were suggesting that fathers should be having conversations with younger males children or even men in general that's part of it i mean also like you having conversations with some of your friends okay same sex same sex Mm -hmm. and what i'm trying to tell you is that any anyone i never had that conversation with anybody Mm -hmm. it was just by chance that because i was looking for something serious Mm -hmm. and i was not finding what i was looking for and the women that I was dating, and those women just happened to be single women with no kids, Mm -hmm. that it wasn't until I met and dated a woman with with a child that I felt something close to what it is that I was looking for, which was just stability and, you know, not fucking playing games and stuff like that. You know, Mm -hmm. there was a seriousness that went behind it. There was this nurture. It was just all these things that I was looking for. And so that experience taught me like, whoa, there's something there. There's depth there. And so at that, after that, I was very open to dating a woman with kids. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was an experience. So why do you don't think these conversations are happening? I think it's hard. I think it's hard to suggest that somebody be open to something that they haven't really experienced. I mean, it's not, it's not for everybody. I think you're missing what I'm saying. Maybe I am. 
Okay, so uh, I'm gonna create. I'm gonna create a scenario. Let's say you have a male friend, and he is a man that has. He's a single guy, no children, and he's talking shit about a woman who has children. Okay. Would you then enter in and say? Would you then have a conversation with him? I would. Yeah. Okay. Me. So why don't you think that those type of conversations are happening between men? Why don't you think men are are saying to them, hey, fam, that's not for you? Great. No need to be like that. No need to say those. Like, why aren't men having these conversations? Because I, because uh, what I feel like is happening is the opposite. I think men are like pairing together and like spewing this hatred towards single mothers. What I can tell you is, is, is two things that are definitely happening. Mm-hmm. These men that are making these comments are making them to men that feel the same way they do. So you just have these two like-minded people mm. agreeing on something that they view as a negative. Okay. Actually, three things going on. Mm-hmm. You then have a situation where you may have someone like myself who is very open to dating a woman with kids. And they're speaking to someone who's speaking negatively about a woman with kids. And just to maintain bro code and not to make static, they're like, yeah, 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 bro, I feel you. Uh-huh, yeah. And just keep kind of quiet about their stance. Mm-hmm. And then you might have someone like myself who's going to verbalize how they feel okay. and, and speak up. So being that there's not I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to assume this just by from what I can think about the way that the world is um that the number of men who are open to dating women with kids is a lot is less than the men that are mm-hmm. open to dating women with kids so that just in all the conversation is happening a lot less I, I th- can't say that you like you're saying why is it not happening yeah. I can't say that it isn't yeah, I find that I find that I'm going to tell you why I find that dynamic so fucking insane because men will be so up have such opposition to dating women with children but then will have no problem going and having children with multiple women. Uh so how how does that how does that logic make even any fucking sense? Because one man will leave a woman that he's had children with and then only want to partner with another woman that doesn't have children. All right. So You get me? I I can't explain why a man would have multiple children with multiple women. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems very irresponsible to me. But again, I don't know. Some people, some men may have problems, you know, with their way that they ejaculate, you know, and <laughs> oh my and, god, and, and listen, and just be making bad decisions and not really knowing them, them, they're mm-hmm. not really knowing their bodies. Okay, I know my body very well. Okay, you know, and so I it's done me well. To know myself up until this point where we I've just had the one child that I planned on having and that was with you. Okay. So what I'm saying to you is that if you take that and this is not my what I'm about to say is not they're not my words, it's something that I that I heard the other day, but it made a lot of sense. And it is that when a man hangs out with a woman, mm-hmm. in most cases, I'm gonna say largely, in order for him to really feel good about that experience, sex would be optimal about that experience like men kind of need the sex portion of it of a of, of an engagement with a with a woman to really like say wow like th- that was like the best experience that i ever had women on the opposite don't need that to make it a great experience so like it's almost you know so men are more dope they're more driven towards encounters to end up sexual because of the the great experience that it provides for them in the end mm-hmm as to where a woman, 
a woman needs the great experience to even consider the sexual portion of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And she can have a great experience and like totally be cool with not even remotely thinking about the sex of it. Mm -hmm. So that could be a big driver and why men are just having kids, you know, with multiple women. And you know what? I'm not going to sit here and down men for making those individual choices. If a man wants to have, uh, if if a man wants to have children with multiple women and those women are willing, those are his choices. But then do me a favor and shut your fucking mouth about other women that have children with other yeah, men because that- because that to me is a, a, a someone throwing stones at a fucking glass house. And yeah. and and to and to, to your point about why a man may see an experience as optimal also blows my mind because these are the same men that will say that a woman is less valuable because she has a high body count. But if you're looking to have sex, who the fuck are you having sex with? If I, not women. I, like I, I'm yeah, totally confused I, by that. Well, I agree. I agree. Um there's something about you know these double standards are, are are ridiculous to me. And I you can hear it from the tone in my voice. They frustrate me because I think what you said earlier had so much value to it. If we ignored these things, would they have any weight? Right. I know that is that's such a that's such a profound statement. But at the same time, it's so hard. Sometimes some of the quotes that you read they're so profound and you're like god fuck that really strikes me but then when you think about the process that it takes to do those things it's really hard i think as a person that at one time was a single mother i'm not going to look at another single father and talk shit about the value that he could potentially bring to a situation when i don't know this i don't know this person from adam you know what i'm saying so I appreciate your input on why men may think this way, but could you see how confounded that type of mentality but is? You have to you have to you have to couple that with that men are buffoons. I don't think that they and are even. No, but there is a stereotype that exists within that and But don't perpetuate that stereotype. I I, I don't don't have to. You're not a buffoon. I don't have, but I'm not, listen, I consider myself to be an exception to many rules, you know, and I, I, and when I look at myself in the mirror, I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror. That is an objective of mine. And it's something that I strive to do. When I see the masses of men acting a certain way, I just have an interest to be different. Mm -hmm. And so there's just a lot of dumb people out there. To begin with. So, you know, when you put that together with a bunch of bad decisions, not the greatest education, and platforms to say whatever the fuck you want, you know, there you have it. You know, you're going to get these, these this idiotic shit that there's, there's just, you know, that exists all over. It's everywhere. You can just pick up your phone and, you know, go to any platform and you'll just see this dumb shit, you know, being spewed out. And even more now because there's so many, there's so many, um, places to, to speak these things you just see it you know yeah you know be, as to where before when none of these platforms exist you might hear about it in your there small, was like so. a petition going around like take away the mics from these men bro yeah you know i mean some of them need to have their mic shut off yeah like like, uh, like star and buck wow he's you know, like shut that shut his mic off shut that man's shut mic that off that man's mic off and you heard the fucking cleaver come down just <laughs> shoom, you know they shut his mic off too oh uh, yeah they did <laughs> so 
It's um I get some of it I mean a lot of it is just dumb shit. And I think what is so crazy about that whole thing is because then there are men out there who are really trying to be the best fathers that they can and they got this this these these biases following them that are ridiculous because men are seen as less capable. Yeah, and I and I don't think that men are buffoons. Th- and it's those those are the ones that are not saying anything. They're just living their lives, you know, doing what it is that they're supposed to be doing. Because they're trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and pushing forward. And it's just it's it's almost not worth the energy to even try to, you know, get on some of these platforms and get into it with some of these people yeah. and try to, you know, make them think differently and and things of that. Because you're just so all you're concerned about is just doing right by those closest to you. Yeah, and that's all that really matters. I think one of the things that I heard in the past couple of years was if you want to make change, be that change. Yeah. So I live my life by that because I want the best things for my family and for my friends. I try to be that person so that they can see me living in that space because I don't think anything you say is really going to change someone. Sometimes a it's really valuable when someone sees it, right? You are a great example of a man that sees value in someone based on who they are, not versus what they can bring. You know what I mean? But I, I think I have also brought a lot of value to your life. And none of it is something that you could say, Yo, you know how many watches I got evil, how many pairs of sneakers and all these material things. I know for certain that, you know, in the end, you're not going to look back and think about those things. Yeah, I tried to. I tried to. So, like, I, I, not to cut you off, I just feel like that is what men are missing. They're thinking that, they're thinking that that is what they want from a woman versus these untangible things that are the most valuable. So, so whether or not she has kids or not. I had an interesting conversation. That can still happen. I had an interesting conversation with one of the people in our comment section. Mm -hmm. And it was on the last video where we were talking about children and them children being baggage and how a person with children shouldn't see themselves as as having baggage rather Mm -hmm. than see themselves as presenting an opportunity for someone to get to know them Mm -hmm. and their most valuable possessions. And somebody in the comments was like, how is it that how is it that they add value to me mm-hmm. you know i came into the situation she had kids you know i took on her and her kids you know and i i add value to them this was somebody that i was clearly so insecure of themselves and what they brought to the table that they needed to constantly point out to themselves what they were doing for these people as self-acknowledgement and was totally blinded by how much just him stepping into that situation made him a better person made him a bigger person Mm -hmm. made him more valuable to so many women out there that wish that they could meet someone that was big enough to open themselves up to them Mm -hmm. and their children Mm mm-hmm and and you know bring value and yeah. you know add value to each other i can't count the number of ways that i i 
became more more valuable i became a better person by us being together and my by you know me being with you and the kids mm-hmm. how much more of a responsible person it made me how much more of a aware it made me how much more caring it made me how much more driven it made me mm-hmm. all of these things they they elevated from within me that without that without that ingredient i would have never baked into something that what I, as to what i am today mm-hmm. so i just i feel like that it's it's purely a perspective thing and a lot of these people really need to analyze themselves and give themselves more credit and realize that these situations make them a better person stepping into a, a relationship with someone who has kids you're i mean as long as your 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 intentions are genuine when you go into it that makes you such a great person i feel like that people that step into those situations should be cherished mm-hmm. you know because it's not an easy thing to do it's not for everybody yeah even if the dynamic is if the other parent is present or not it can be it could be really difficult because yeah. if the other parent is present then you have to figure out how to navigate that even if the more parent so. is not present then it, yeah. there's a lot that goes into even it even more so yeah i mean if you're doing co-parenting or if you're doing like a blended family type of situation even more power to you cuz that takes an a, like an insane amount of emotional control and self and confidence you really have to be confident as a person to know that it's all going to work out and if it doesn't you're still okay with that yeah you know it's not going to put you down on one knee like it's not over you know you you're you're going to be okay and um so it was just sad to hear that person talk about that but you know one question that i wanted to ask you and i just feel like that it's important to know is what do you what is it that you define a single parent to be like what's a single parent to you because i feel like that there's so many different dynamics of a single parent that it's actually can be a subjective thing i just wanted to know what your opinion on it because i don't feel like i don't feel like there's a real definition for it i think i can only speak to that from experience and in my case i was a single parent because i was the primary caretaker of my children and their dad was what you would consider the absentee parent Mm -hmm. he was somewhat in their life but not really and I took on the majority of the responsibilities. I would consider that a single parent. So someone who is single parent in the household mm-hmm. that has the majority of the responsibilities. That was in my regard. Right. I'm not saying that that is because um, I know other women that are co-parenting, but they're still single. Yeah. So it's funny because another dynamic to it would be someone who has potentially adopted children mm-hmm. you know there is no they're you know they're a single person who's adopted children mm-hmm. there is no other parent mm-hmm. and so to them that's truly what single parenting is and they may view other people who have who are co-parenting as not really single parenting mm-hmm. you know you have somebody who may be widowed and so she's left with the children and potentially really never moving on mm-hmm. you know so to them like that's really single parenting yeah. you know but my answer to that is, you know, why can't it all be single parenting? You know, because as I was doing some research, I just found that there is no real definition to it because of people's experience. They're going to view other people's situation as 
them holding more weight than others and therefore kind of feel like what they're feeling and their situation is more true yeah. than to others. But I just feel like that it's all single parent. It's all single parenting. If 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 the two parents are not together under the same roof, then at some point you are a single parent. Yeah. I actually think that's a great way to close this now that we know exactly what a single parent is. Yes. Um, so don't ever discredit yourself. If you're in any one of those situations, don't let anybody tell you any less. Okay? You're doing your thing. And if and if they do, um, hit me up <laughs> and I'll give them my phone number and i give them a fucking peace of my mind because, you know, I obviously got a lot to say about that. Yeah. Uh, but that actually brings us to the end of the show. As always, I enjoyed having this conversation with you. I know at certain points it got a little tense on my end. I'm sorry. I'm a little, a little passionate. Sensitive subject. Yeah, I'm a little passionate about this. I, I can't help myself. Um, but again, evil brings balance, right? Like I said before, the yin to the yang type shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but until next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, peace out.